Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello loves and welcome to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. Today's guest is an online soul sister I connected with probably a couple of years ago on Instagram who I have so much in common with. And we immediately clicked. I decided to bring her onto the show so you babes can benefit from her incredible energy and her wisdom. So Sam Alteri is a nomadic entrepreneur. She's a podcast host absolute badass and feminine empowerment mentor for ambitious, multi-passionate, hard-led entrepreneurs. After choosing to leave her nine to five in architecture behind to find out what's possible for her, her deepest passion now lies in helping women to reconnect to their feminine power and create lives, businesses, and relationships that truly light them up. She's currently traveling the US in her van with her fiance and her German shepherd puppy, inspiring other women to become conscious creators. So Sam, welcome to Unfuck Your Life. It's so good to have you on. Yo, what's up? I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be so fun. I can already tell. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you because honestly, there's so many things we have in common. And I know we could chat about so, 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 so many things. We just did like an hour of like personal deep talk. Um, but yes. we will start talking about a couple of things that we... Um, discuss are going to be like the most interesting for both of our audiences so I'd say let's start with lifestyle design and I would love to kick it off by asking you what your journey was like to become a conscious creator of your own life how it all started when you made certain decisions that felt in full alignment with who you were and who you were becoming mm, I love this um so yeah I mean as you said in my little intro like I always knew that the nine to five life wasn't for me I just I didn't know what else was out there you know mm. I I was just having this conversation actually in my program called conscious creators and I was telling them like if we don't know that we can dream or that we can have something different we don't go create it because we don't even know like there's no permission slip to be like oh you can do this thing right. and i remember being in my nine to five i was in architecture right like from the outside it was like the dream you know it's like you're in yeah. this prestigious industry i just finished with my grad degree like and yeah. you know i had this job offer and i was at this job for like three and a half years but wow. the whole time i was working so hard like yeah. 60 to 80 hour weeks oh and i God. was getting paid a 40 hour salary which was not wow. that much and um i was living in boston at the time boston massachusetts and i just i was like this isn't it you know i didn't know yeah. what it was i didn't know what was it but i was like this isn't it yeah. and um i was flying home from a trip that i had taken um i think i was coming back from california and For some reason, I heard about this book, um, Four Hour Work Week yeah. by Tim Ferriss, right? Yeah. Like most people in the personal development space know this book. And if you don't read it, it will change your life. But I read this book and I was having, I think I read like at least half the book on the plane. Like I was, I sped read this book because it was speaking my soul. I learned that I could be a nomad. I could build, I could live my dream. I could live this like freedom lifestyle. And it was like so wild to me at that, like that was a possibility. Yeah. And 
that's when I knew like what I'm doing right now is not it. It's not fulfilling. It's I'm burnt out, but I'm also bored. And I feel like I just want to help people. And I didn't know what that really meant, you know? So, um, you know, fast forward through a lot of like mind drama of like, you need to stay in your nine to five. It's secure. Like they're paying for your salary every two weeks. Like, even though it wasn't much, like I was so scared to leave because of the illusion of safety in my nine to five, you know, like I didn't know my own power to create and I didn't know my own power to be resourceful. And so at a certain point in that journey, one of my professors from grad school, he told me about like a three month design contract that he's like, you'd be so great for this. And I told him I wanted to leave this, this job. And basically he got me the job. I quit my nine to five and I went and worked at this, um, in this like design exhibition hall. And it was amazing. I, I ended up, it ended up opening up so many opportunities for me. And that, that day, like I became an entrepreneur without even realizing that's what was happening. I just knew like, (laughs) (laughs) I just knew like I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. And from there it spiraled right like it's like okay then i was led to help out this person and this person i got this design gig and this and and then i stumbled into coaching and then oh my gosh that i became a personal trainer and a nutrition coach and empowerment and now i do so much of everything life business relationships empowerment generally um and it's always been about like oh my gosh like i'm living my dream life like from that moment of leaving the structure and building somebody else's dream I was like I don't want to build somebody else's dream I want to build my own like what does that look like and I didn't even know I just kept following the daily things and I think that's like a huge uh part of the of the journey that I've really reflected back on is like trusting in your intuition to be like Mm. you just have to know the next step you know I I would have never in a million years imagined myself here (laughs) yet and I couldn't have gotten from where I was to here with like a linear path, you know, it was like, it was very like zigzag all over the place, but it was perfect. And mm. so, yeah, here we are. And we're living, we're, I, I, I wake up and sometimes I'm just like, I mean, no, not sometimes every day I look at <laughs> Kurt and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I just have so much gratitude because it's what happens when you just bet on yourself and, and take back control of your life you know I love that so so much because I honestly think that there's a lot of people out there even like our listeners right now being able to relate to feeling like there must be more out there like just this inner knowing of like this can't be it like I don't know what it is but there must be something else and I really really love that you're in this empowerment place where you're like okay and now I get to inspire other people other women with my story with my journey um was there any moments where you were doubting your decision or where you were like "Mm, should I really you know continue this path it's obviously like being an entrepreneur means full self-responsibility like there is no one to tell you what to do or how to do things like you're making all of the decisions was there ever a moment where you were like ah should I really do this Mm. You know, I, I actually really, really struggled to leave my nine to five. Like it was so hard for me to leave. And, um, I was just reflecting on this story yesterday. Um, my own mentor asked a question and she was like, when was a time in your life that you experienced exponential growth? Mm. And she's like, where you left more behind than you took with you. Mm. And I thought about that and I was like, for sure, when I, when I left my night, I gave up that security and safety. And also they wanted to give me the firm. I didn't even like share that in the beginning story, but they wanted me to take over the firm. I was 24 years old. Like that was somebody's like dream. I'm sure, you know, Mm -hmm. to be like handed an opportunity like that in the silver platter. And I felt so bad about not wanting this thing Mm. because I was like I should want it but Mm. I didn't I knew when they offered that to me I was like I actually need to leave I don't I (laughs) not only do I not want this but I need to get the hell out of here like that was like the sign you know and (laughs) the only reason like I had the balls and the courage to do 
what I did was because my boyfriend at the time was so supportive of me. He like saw my potential that I had, I did not see. And I think at some point we all have these people in our lives who just, who really see us, you know, like they see our potential much more than us. They see how driven or how determined or how motivated or how whatever. And we have no clue because we're just living our life and we're in our own life. And he was just like, Sam, you would be such a kick-ass, like, personal trainer. And he was in, like, the fitness industry. And I was just like, I was like, what? And he's like, you have so much energy. Like, you're such an inspiration to people. Like, you've gone through your own transformation. Because I had, like, gone through, I had lost 30 pounds. And I had gotten really fit and really strong. And I was really proud of, like, what I had achieved in the gym. And he was like, you should just teach people how to get strong. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I was so like, that's no, no. But the more I sat with it and the more I thought about it, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I could. I don't know. And he just kept saying like, yes, like you can, like you literally complain about your job every single day. Like you're not happy clearly. And what are you going to do about it? And I was just like, oh, you're testing me. Like, And I needed that challenge. Like, I needed someone to see me, but also challenge me. And so he was like, look, like, you're going to be fine. And it took me probably, like, a solid three months to feel safe enough to leave. There was also some, like, weird fucking energetics happening in my office where, like, I didn't actually feel safe to leave. It was really strange. So, like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I had to escape. Like, it was – I felt kind of trapped there. It was, like, not that good. don't want to get into that too much. But, like, it didn't feel – Like, I felt like I had to sneak out of there, you know? And, um, yeah, at some point I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I was just like, God, fucking please just give me a sign. Let it work. Like, please, please, please. Like, I will literally do anything, but I just can't be here anymore. And a few months later, I gave my notice and I left. And then I got that design gig and I started personal training and it was just kind of momentum and snowball from there so yes I was frightened for sure um but I also had to have such deep trust you know that like I wasn't just gonna like end up homeless and dead like I was like (laughs) I'll be okay you know I'll figure it I could always go back and I think that was like the saving grace for me is like what's the worst case scenario I just go back I go work for another firm That is so true. I think this is such a great perspective shift. Firstly, what your like previous boyfriend, what he challenged you on, like, what if you could do it? What if this was possible for you? What if you could be that person? Like asking yourself that and like challenging yourself or having someone challenge you on that. And also like realizing, yeah, the worst case is I go back to where I was before. Like you're not losing anything, right? Like there is nothing to lose because so many people have that fear and that doubt. And like that is human. That's natural. But like asking yourself this powerful question, like what is the worst case scenario? And is that really that bad? No, it's not. Like it's just as bad as it is now, right? So you may as well just go for it. Um, I think this is such a great story that shows how the universe supports you when you're making bold decisions, when you're making big moves that there's no certainty, there's no security, there's no one telling you it's going to work out. But you're just in such deep trust in yourself and your timeline, the universe as a whole, whatever you believe even God, whatever. Um, I think this is so beautiful and so inspiring because, again, I'm really sure like so many people listening can relate to wanting something else but not daring to go for it and that also goes not just for jobs but also for relationships right like some Mm -hmm. people are like oh I like I feel like I deserve more in my relationship but I'm so scared to leave or I'm so I don't want to end this friendship or I don't want to you know like change my diet like just some some sort of change that feels scary because you you don't know what's waiting on the other side like I think there's it's such a big step for so many people what would you say to someone who wants to make such a big life decision but just feels so like no matter what it is but feels so much fear and doubt creeping in yeah I mean here's (laughs) I'll share a recent example of this because I feel like this I just went through another one of these moments of like making a choice to lean into trust. And I feel like the story will anchor in what the lesson is, which the lesson is do it alongside someone, right? Like, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't hire my boyfriend to tell me this advice, but I will tell you right now that 
his support in me was so invaluable. And he was also a coach. He didn't coach me, but like he also kind of Mm -hmm. had that coaching skill set. So he kind Mm -hmm. of knew the questions to ask, right? That was a blessing in my life at the time that I really needed. Um, But every decision that we make from our highest self, like from the version of us that already has the thing that we want, that is the right decision, hands down, for your expansion, if that's what you want, right? But of course we do. We all want growth. We all want expansion. We all want to be happy and to live a life of freedom and abundance, etc. So for me, it's tuning into my body first to be like, is this decision that I'm thinking about, does it, is it actually like right for me, right? And I always know based on how it feels in my body. Yeah. Um, you know, I shared with you right kind of before we hit record and even when we were just like catching up in DMs that I just invested with a new mentor. And honestly, when I thought about not doing it, I got sad. And when I thought about doing it, my heart was like so warm and so fuzzy. And I was just like, this just feels so right. And I have to trust that. And is it scary? Is there doubts that can come up? Yes. But at this point in my journey, I know that fear and doubt come with us as we become more and more happy and successful and free and all that. Doubt never goes away. Fear never goes away. It's about how do you regulate yourself? How do you meet yourself in those moments of fear? And back when I left my nine to five, I didn't have any tools to self-regulate except the gym. Like all I had was working out. I didn't know how to breathe. I didn't know how to dance. I didn't know how to move energy. You know, like I didn't know how to just sit and like, I'm safe. I'm safe. Like I didn't have any of those modalities. And so what I would say is like, number one, regulate yourself, you know, like just sit down, take a deep breath, lie on the, I love lying on the ground. Actually, that one's a nice one because you're just so relaxed and then feel into the decision. Like, And you're going to know because the thing that you want is going to feel bigger and more colorful and more expansive and more exciting. And the thing that you don't want is either going to be your life or some other thing that you don't want, right? Yeah. And if your life feels blah compared to the thing in your mind, then that means it's time to move, you know? Because, like, you take the first step and the universe meets you. And I've seen that every single time, like, literally every single time I've done a scary thing leaving my nine to five, asking my now fiance out. Like I asked him out. I was like, I was, I was like, the worst thing that can happen is he says no, whatever. You know, like I'm like moving to California on my own, living in Berlin. I remember I told you that, like I studied abroad and lived in Berlin. Uh, Like all these scary things. Wait, okay. We'll talk about that. But um, (laughs) all these scary things that like could have gone so wrong, but remembering like, our our brains are wired to think in worst case scenarios we have a negativity bias and when you understand and and the more i learned about the brain and like the subconscious mind when we know that that's how our brain operates we don't have to listen to the fear we get to take action because of it you know the more you take action with fear the more confident you become because you realize you always figure it out like you're always met you're always supported whether you believe in God or the universe, it doesn't, it's, it's just think about your life. You've always been supported. You're listening to this podcast. Like you have a roof over your head, you know, like there's always, you're always being met. And I think just remembering that is going to help you feel safe enough to take your next step. I so agree on that. And I love what you said about the brain and the subconscious and how like, yeah, we're conscious of our fears and like taking action in this state of, yeah, I have respect for this big decision and there is fear. I think that just keeps proving to our subconscious when we come out on the other side, like, oh, it wasn't actually that bad. And even if the worst worst case scenario happened, it's still like, okay, but like, what would have been worse? Like, just stay where I was at before, you know? Like, usually yeah. the worst case is never as bad as staying where you're at. Or it's like equal, but it's not worse than where you were before. So I really love totally. the question of like, yeah, like what can happen worst case? And isn't that almost worth it to like even risk this worst case scenario in our heads? Um, I really, yeah. really love that. Yeah. You know what's crazy is most people are living their their worst case scenario. It's true. That's very, very true. That to me, when I realized that, when I decided to start changing my life and like doing personal development and like all this work, I was like, 
my life's not bad, but it is my own worst case scenario. Yeah. I feel trapped. I don't feel free. I was single at the time and I did not know how to let men in or love in. Same. <laughs> I, I pushed everything away. I was that strong, independent woman who didn't need no man, you know, like. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm becoming <clears throat> a soft woman who loves being supported and taken care of. Like, and that is you fucking know? delicious. I agree. Yes. <laughs> I can so I you, you girl know I can so relate to this hyper independent strong woman always taking care of herself, not letting anyone close, like especially like romantically. And um, I think it's the most beautiful gift you can give to yourself to soften to your femininity and to just let yourself relax and receive. Because I think a lot of women feel like they have to constantly be strong, not receive any support, not ask for support in the first place, and just do mm-hmm. everything and be everything for everyone else rather than being everything for ourselves. And I love what you said about like most people are living the worst case scenario is because they don't dare to actually believe that what they want could be possible for them. And um, that usually is the worst choice we can make is when we're, if we're unhappy, if we're unhappy to stay where we're at and not change a single thing and hope it's gonna like magically get 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 better like that's what a lot of people i feel like hope for right it's like oh like it's just gonna get better if i wait it out if i sit it out like no if i wait for my prince charming to come and save me you know like that's what we're taught disney movies growing up like Mm -hmm. i don't know how much like disney movies you watched in germany but like (laughs) yeah okay great i'm glad like i it's just we are fed the narrative of the woman is in her she's a princess and she's waiting in her castle for the man to come save her from the life she doesn't want that is literally what is planted yes it's like wait the man is supposed to just take me and lead me all the places like yes in your relationship yes let him lead but like in your life in your business like it's up to you babe like no one's coming to save you in your business in your own life in your own health in your own stuff like that is your personal responsibility and like when we can like i love disney but i think that is a narrative that gets that is just a paradigm shift that we have to shift out of in order to create our dream life I so agree on that. And I think that's why this whole self-empowerment movement, like I know a lot of people are like, oh, the feminist movement, blah, blah, blah. But like self-empowerment, like embodying that, practicing that is so life-changing because you are giving yourself permission to move differently and to change your life. Because also, ultimately, if you want to have that Prince Charming like you did, you fucking asked him out. I love that for you. <laughs> because most women would be like, he has to ask me, like... Like, if you want something, go get it. But you still be in your feminine, still be, you know, soft and still be receptive. But you can initiate every now and then in order to take quantum leaps. Like, you would not be in this beautiful relationship right now if you didn't make that first uh, step and took initiative, right? So I really think that sometimes it's not a lot for us women as magnetic beings. It doesn't take that much to get what we want. But sometimes we have to make a decision, which then shifts mm-hmm. our energy and initiate sometimes, which obviously mm-hmm. both of you and I did in our businesses, but also you did in your relationship, which I really, really love. Um, talking about being in your feminine, by the way, I had a question for you, babe. Yeah. When we were talking, also previously before we had recorded about like reclaiming our power and our pleasure as, you know, female entrepreneurs, what are some of your best practices that you can recommend where you just know like some women, like when they do that, they just can get more into their feminine power, into their bodies, into their pleasure. Like, what would you say like for someone who's like completely new to this, like where can you start? Yeah, I love this question Um, because I have a tendency to live in my head unless I am doing the embodiment practices. Like it's so easy to go up to my head, get in my own way, overthink everything, you know? And if that's you, like that, there's nothing wrong with you. First of all, like normalize that it's okay. It's just knowing that that's not the place where genius is created and where good decisions and good, like that's not where creativity is birthed. It's not birthed out of the mind. It's actually birthed out of the body, right? Like, if we're talking about somatically, it's birthed out of your womb, right? Your womb is your birthplace. You're, you give birth to children, but like you also give birth to projects. You give birth to creative ideas. You give birth to podcast episodes. Like yes. it's, that's your birthplace. And if you're just connected from your femininity, your, your creativity is going to become blocked. And so hmm. the practice that I do 
I would say, I don't want to say every day because I don't really like to use the word every, but I would say most days, like, you know, nine out of 10 days is dancing. Dancing is the fastest way to get out of your head and back into your power, which your power is your body. Like that is where women are. That is where all of our creative geniuses, that is where our seduction lies. That is where we can receive, like that is the power, your voice, right? Our voice is our power. If we can't express, we're powerless, we're helpless, we're victims. So So we have to be able to connect back to the body. So for me, dancing, yes, it feels fun. It's playful. It kind of connects us back to that lightness that I think so many women desire. And it's honestly gotten me to a place where I feel, I feel that light, playful, like energy most of the time. Um, And that's the most magnetic energy that there is. Like, that unattached, like, you're just living your life, frolicking around, like, doing your thing. Like, someone's like, what's in her drink? And it's like, bitch, I'm drinking water. I'm just living. (laughs) Like, that's what we want, you know? So, um, and yeah, dancing is also a really powerful modality for releasing trauma, believe it or not. Um, it literally, you can shake your trauma right out of you. Like if you think about, um, a dog, right? After a dog gets into a fight or after a dog Mm -hmm. gets like attacked and they shake, right? Or after they poop, literally, if you don't realize this, watch your dog after it poops, it will shake. It's (laughs) actually, (laughs) oh my God, only because I study the body and it, we were taught this, the animal thing. But if you watch your dog, you're, you're going to realize, oh my God, they do shake probably more than I realized. And if you look at the event that happens right before the shake, you're going to realize mm. it's a micro trauma, whether it was like mm. a playful thing with a dog or, you know, the, your dog like runs into a tree like my dog, like whatever, mm. like something happens to shake him up, they'll shake to literally yeah. shake it off. Right. And when women, women, we feel so much when we don't let ourselves feel, what do we do? We suppress, we numb, mm-hmm. we hope, we overwork. We don't feel our feelings. We don't feel our emotions. They get stuck in the body. It blocks up your whole energy flow. Then you feel stuck. You feel like you don't have any, you know, it's like it's one thing on top of the other. So dancing actually helps you literally release. If you think about like your body being full of a bunch of gunk, because we all got it. When you're dancing, you're literally letting the gunk kind of like shake up and start to release and you can think about it when you're dancing like literally like it's shaking out of your body shaking out of the tips of your fingertips out of your toes stomping the ground um it's such a it is such a powerful practice and you chances are you will feel 10 times lighter way more sexy way more confident within a song or two that is so true. I love that you said that. And also, I, I didn't know that about the whole dog thing, that they would shake after they poo. But it makes so much sense because, as you said, they're regulating themselves intuitively. Like, they're probably not even yeah. thinking about it. They're not like, no. oh, I'm going to shake my little, like, you know, dog booty. <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just fucking doing it because it's natural for them because, like, it's, it's a no-brainer. They don't think about it, right? And as right. humans, we're like, oh, I shouldn't do this because it may look weird. Like, people may look at me. And it's like, it's so... It's, it's it's just become so normal to like not yeah. be in our bodies to like not enjoy our bodies especially as women and I think what you said it's like so important to release trauma release pain fear disappointment sadness all the emotions through movement and through being tapped into what does our body need right now like how does our body want to move right now that's why I think yeah. dancing, embodied, like intuitive movement is just so, so, so healing. I love that you brought up dancing because I think there's not a lot of people giving themselves permission to just like fucking dance and enjoy themselves. Like what if someone is watching or what if I'm judging myself because I don't like how I look? Like it's just like, just close your eyes, you know, get into yeah. your room and like that's how you start, right? Like that's how I started. It's like I didn't want Max to watch me in the first place when I was dancing. So I was just like locking myself into my room, closing my eyes and just letting my body lead. And like now I can dance in front of him. I'm like, fuck yeah, look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like hey the- baby. <laughs> <laughs> you want some of this this is our relationship in a nutshell it's me like just doing weird things and him being like all right this is my girl yeah that's Um, Kurt too he's like okay well let's let's see it baby (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but this is so great. And it's such a beautiful gift and permission slip that you give to yourself. And I wish that more, like, especially high achievers, you know, entrepreneurs, like everyone, but especially high achievers to just like get out of their heads for a second. Because as you said, so easy to overthink, to like be in our bossy energy. Um, I think yeah. this is just one of the practices that really, really helps. Um, I also wanted to ask you, babe, like, since a lot of female entrepreneurs that you and I are working with are trying to do all the things in business and it's so easy to you know and we talked about that before like with being like a Virgo or non-Virgo like being organized or not organized um how do you approach business these days um how do you manage to do it all like be satisfied with your work projects to like um yeah how do you do it all because there are so many people being like oh she's doing it all she's that girl like this kind of trend on Instagram Mm -hmm. you know um how do you do that but in your own way obviously yeah yeah well I think like so as you know I I got my ADHD diagnosis in October of 2021 so it's been like a year and a half and I don't think I realized like I had, I had no clue that that was going to be the case for me. I got a diagnosis because one of my team members was like, Hey, like, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but like, have you ever considered you have ADHD? And I was like, no, what? And then I like Googled it and I was like, what? This is me. Oh my (laughs) gosh. It was like mind blowing. Got my diagnosis. Cool. It didn't really change anything for me other than like being like, okay, I'm going to learn about my brain. And what I'll say is that I have a million ideas, as do most women. Like, mm-hmm. when you are in your feminine energy, you have more ideas than you could ever execute. That's the beautiful thing. Like, there's an abundance of ideas. And what I quickly realized is I can't do them all immediately. Like, and how do I prioritize? Like, what's actually the most fucking important? Um, so number one yes delegation like my team i could i actually wouldn't be able to run the business i have today without a team i could but i would be working so much i would burn myself out i'd probably end up with gut issues i'd probably end up with a lot of other shenanigans because not prioritizing my body so there's that team for sure um but in terms of like practical practices like if that's helpful to share i love doing a brain dump Mm. like basically i try to brain dump every day like it sounds actually sounds kind of gross as now that i just said that but like i'm like i take i take (laughs) i take a brain dump every day um but like you know you know that feeling when you you're like oh my god there's so many things and the second i write it all down my mind is clear and absolutely over overwhelm is gone overwhelm is is confusing abundance like you're confusing abundance for overwhelm you're not overwhelmed it's that you don't know how to manage the abundance of ideas and that's triggering your nervous system okay so first of all remembering like you're not overwhelmed you're just full of ideas that's beautiful um and then brain dump write everything in your head down everything you want to do everything you forgot to do everything 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 you can think of (laughs) and then take a step back be the CEO and be like, whether you have a business or not, be the CEO of your life and think about, okay, what is the most important for me right now? Right. That to me, that's a simple enough of a process that I can do consistently and not have to overthink it and like create this whole task thing in my back end of my business. Like it's so quick. I use a piece of paper I don't even do it on the computer. I love pen to paper so I can like cross things off and move things. And and then if I have to give a task to my team, I'll put it in like our, our platform thing. And if I'm doing the thing, I will leave it on paper because I like to see it visually and I can cross it off. And that really helps me. So I'll write everything on there from like, you know, workout, um, meal prep or something. I don't know. I don't even really meal prep anymore, but you know what I mean? Like this everything from every, everything. I'll just you're dump it all. That out because Max always makes fun of me that I put onto my daily to-do list: morning routine, feed the pups, make myself matcha, do this, like journal. He's always like, "Why would you write that down?" I'm like, "Because I'm taking time for it." So I naturally write. Yeah. It. So I love that you're doing that too. I just love you. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's just. It's obviously it's satisfying to like cross something off your list, 
you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's an easy win first thing in the morning. It's like, made my bed, check. Like, right, like right. things like that, right? Love and it. I think, yeah, there's there's a lot, right? But I think brain dump, that is like the number one practice I, work, I, use, my, I use with my clients because most of them are very, very multi-passionate. They have so many ideas. They're like, oh my gosh, like I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. And I'm like, well, what do you really like full body want to do like if no one could be mad if you couldn't fail what do you really 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 want to do because oftentimes some of the things on that list are things we think we should do or thing we think like things that we think are gonna get us more money or whatever Mm -hmm. you know like it's coming from a place of the mind which is usually in lack yeah instead of like what's the full body like truth like what's the truth what what needs to happen like right now like what feels so alive for you especially if you're a business owner um and that to me has always proved true even if it doesn't make logical sense Mm -hmm. in the quantum and in the timeline of life it always is the best thing I love that you're saying that essentially like living, like running your business, leading your business from your intuition, from your body. Like, is it a full body? Yes. Does it feel, I love that you said, does it feel alive for me? Does it feel true for me? Um, I think we always should make decisions in alignment with our values. Like, what do we value in life? Like, if we value connection, maybe we want to make more time for connection. You know, if we value, you know, fulfillment, maybe we should only do projects that feel truly fulfilling, like filling us up. Um, I really, really love that you said that, because I think for a lot of people, it's like, just give me the strategy. I'm going to just follow through. I'm just going to tick the boxes. But it's like really like, does it feel good for your system? Does it work with your human design? Does it work with your, you know, sun sign? Does it work with your needs as a woman? Does it work with your cycle, like with your menstrual cycle? Does it work with who you are and what you value? And I think these are questions not a lot of business owners ask who are feeling burnt out because then you're just like operating from this like systematic just following like a certain system you know strategy or approach that doesn't really work for you as an individual so i know i know and i love the fact that you are also really standing behind the concept of running your business in a way that feels good not just one that makes sense on paper um I think this is something that's really, really important when you're reclaiming pleasure as an entrepreneur, when you're reclaiming your truth. Um, And this is also something I know you are somewhat teaching in Power and Prosperity, which is an upcoming program you're leading. I think it's all about feminine empowerment. It's all about money. Um, Do you want to talk shortly about like what people can expect in that? Because I know that this is like so from your heart. I've seen it on your Instagram and I know it's so alive for you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. Um. Yeah, this program, like, you ever have one of those moments where you're like, what? Like, why am I, like, no, no, like this, no. That's <laughs> what happened when this program, like, I didn't, <laughs> like, the universe gives you something and you're like, what? Like, that's what happened. I was not like, I'm going to teach a money program. Like, no. But the universe is like bitch you're gonna teach this money program like that's literally what it was I and love that for you. i have a very sassy relationship with the universe or like my spirit gods and i we were in the van one day and um i forget i think we had just gone out to the beach or something and we were just hanging out and all of a sudden the name pops into my mind power and prosperity which i was like this is a cool name and then oh i know we went grocery shopping this is what happened i fucking channeled a whole entire program after we got back from the grocery store (laughs) on a piece of like shitty paper i just scribble everything and i was like what the heck was that like it was like a portal opened up in my head all of the information came down and came out of my hand onto paper and i was like love it whoa it was this wild. Is so great. Also, I find that, that that happens really often when you come from the beach or a walk or grocery shopping or after a shower. You're just fucking yes. clearing your channel and it just comes through you. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't create anything in the house or in the van anymore. Like it's always like when I'm doing something fun, honestly, or mindless. Like it's not mm-hmm, when I'm trying. Mindless. Yeah. That is it. It's like, oh, I'm folding laundry and I just became a billionaire in my mind. <laughs> like what (laughs) i love Um, that it's so true it's like your higher self just taking over because you're not 
controlling like your ego is so quiet there is no one being like this isn't possible like just this constant chatter because you're doing something mindless it's so powerful for all the creatives visionaries entrepreneurs do more things that have nothing to do with your business and see what kind of ideas come to you they're like top notch yes so top notch i just well i'll go on that tangent after but um yeah so the program it's about wealth embodiment and um the like the energetics of money and being a woman in her power like taking Mm -hmm. full financial responsibility right so um whether that's you have debt and you feel shame or guilt around it we're gonna clear that we're gonna neutralize your debt and make you realize like it's okay it's not a it's not a bad thing it doesn't make you a bad person it's debt there's nothing wrong with it okay if you've made you know decisions in the past with money that you're not that happy about or you know you've mismanaged your money we're gonna clear that to just feel like okay you're good um then learning how to manage your money so i have like some spreadsheets i use in my business to share and then the empowerment piece how do we show up how do we show up with money but how do we show up in our businesses so it's power and prosperity right it's the money piece but it's when we're showing up in our power in our feminine in our like I am a leader, like in that knowingness, in that decisive energy. That's what money loves. Money loves Mm -hmm. when we decide. There's Mm -hmm. nothing sexier than a decision, right? Mm -hmm. How many of you guys? I love it. Yes. How many of you guys have been asked on a date by a guy with a date and a time and you're like, wow, that was fucking hot. Like Mm -hmm. I'm wet, right? Like (laughs) that is like, that's what happened with Kurt and I. I asked him out, but he sent me the text and was like, let's meet Sunday, 9 a.m. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Like I was so turned on, I didn't even know why. Money is the same way. Money wants you to be decisive. So Mm -hmm. when we decide what we want, you know, it's like, so it's the energetics. There's a lot of things under money. Money is just energy. So how do we manage it? So it's going to be a combination of obviously feminine empowerment, wealth, um, learning how to be a match for not just money but for for magic like Mm -hmm. what does it mean to be living a life where you're living your best life and like money you're manifesting money like I've had clients manifest insane things and I'm like I need to put a framework to this and like we talked about earlier it is a lot about getting back into your body into your pleasure because money is abundance right we want money because we think it's going to feel abundant we're going to feel free so instead of needing money to feel that way, we feel that way first and money comes. Right? You have, How do we feel I that? I love that. Yes. Love yeah. the, I, I, this is such a great concept. I think a lot of people are knowing about that, but are not embodying it, are not acting on it. Like the be, do, have. Everyone is like, I need yes. to have this first and then I'll feel this way. Even though you just said it, like you are embodying it first and then you'll be a magnetic match to it. And I think this also comes really down to how you feel about everything in life, how you're relating to everything in life, other people, but also money. Like, how do you speak with money? How do you feel about money? Like, do you have a good fucking relationship with money? Right. Um, I think this is going to be super, super powerful. I'm super excited for all the women who are going to be joining you. Um, I want to ask as a last question, um, what is your top tip to unfuck your life? Ah. I, <laughs> I love this also i loved your podcast dave it actually like i was like girl like it was like a it was totally one of those things when i saw you release it i loved the like imagery and i was like i Thanks, love babe. edginess it's Thanks. so me i'm like how much can we swear <laughs> um, love it <laughs> okay so my top tip to unfuck your life Ooh. Mm. Like if it was one smaller big thing that someone could start yeah. changing to unfuck themselves, unfuck their lives, what would that be? Yeah. Ooh, okay. The first thing that comes to mind is take a look at the people that you spend the most time with, partner, mm. friends, yes. family, right? Who are you around? Do they make you feel like shit or do they make you feel amazing? And if you are real honest with yourself you're probably going to realize that there's people around you right now that are not serving you and that you need to set some boundaries or you need to move or you need to make a change or you need to have a breakup and that's obviously a tough truth but if you want the life you want you have to let go of the things that are not in alignment with it 
That is so powerful. Yeah, I think change is like the only constant and there's a lot of people fearing that because like you let go of the unknown, you let go of what you're used to, what you're comfortable with. Um, but I truly, truly, truly agree big time, like who you're surrounding yourself with, who you're giving access to you and your energy, that just determines so much. And I think especially, I mean, for everyone, like in general, but also when you're an entrepreneur, like having people who get it, having, you know, like friends like you, like I'm so happy I yeah. have you in my circle, having Same. mentors, just like having people who get it and who support you, like having a supportive partner priceless like who you're i just recently heard this quote it was so great it was on instagram somewhere um that said who you're choosing as a life partner is going to determine your quality of life for the rest of your life and that is yes. so damn true because that person is likely with you maybe not 24 7 but like most days for the rest of your life right so like why would we choose someone who doesn't believe in us who doesn't share the same values and visions who brings us down who constantly makes us feel like we're on unworthy like why would we settle for that right so i really love that you're pointing that out because some people are like oh it's fine like we're not fully vibing anymore whether it's a friendship or family a constant like family connection whatever it is like so many people are like just accepting it instead of being like hard no like this is a boundary i've raised my standard that falls below my standard like hard no um yeah i really really love that um and i think it's not an easy decision as you said but it's so worth it and it's gonna change the trajectory of your life because you just get closer to what you truly want and you make space for people in alignment yeah. with you which is like yeah yeah and i mean this is a perfect example like i have gone through and i'm sure you have experiences as well like you know being on a spiritual path, being on an on a path of entrepreneurship or just just a journey of like not doing what everyone else is doing, right? Forging mm -hmm. your own way. You're there are going to be people that aren't doing that and you you can't try to change them and you also can't let them kind of hold you back like a crab in the bucket, you know? Because when when you do that and I've done this before too, like just you just hold on to people. It, we just do that. We we yeah. love to hold on. And but what yeah. what that means is we don't have enough space or energy to receive the better things, you know, the things that are more mm -hmm. aligned, the things that feel like soul, like ooh, you know? And it's like I had a really hard time letting go of a lot of friends from like college that just it it just wasn't working anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not that mm -hmm. anything was wrong. It's just it what we weren't aligning anymore and mm. that made me really sad because obviously it's like damn but then we make space and like I meet you I have so many incredible friends now that I'm like wait we can talk about all these things I don't have to <laughs> dim my light I don't have to pretend like I don't want so this true. life of blah 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 like yeah it's such a permission slip it's so I mean you can hear it in my voice it's so freeing it's so exciting I don't have to yeah. second guess myself or be like am I wanting too much like it's like no there's other people that want just as much and you get to do life with them whether it's romantically or in friendship and yeah I mean if it wasn't for my partner like I mean yeah it and i'm sure you feel the same way about max it's like yeah. uh yeah this is my ride or die like we both want big things and have yeah. big insane goals and that's yeah. just what it is and i that's what i that's what i got really clear on wanting before he came into my life and i'm sure for yeah. you with max and it's like 100%. if you guys do that you raise your standard you know what you want what's meant for you will not pass you I love that. And it's all about being unapologetic about that too. Like, yes, this is who I am. Yeah, I am a little bit too much maybe for you because you can't handle too much. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of yeah. energy. Because I people tell me before, like even guys, but also girls, like, oh, like you're a lot. Like you are you have a lot of energy. You're very loud. You're very like this and that. Um, because like when you're hanging, and you you know it already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. When you, when you hang out with me personally, like in person or even just like through a fucking phone call, um, I'll say weird things. Like I will laugh my ass off for, for no reason. Yeah, just, like, same. And some people are just like, what is she? Like, what's that, right? But you are not for everyone. So like the sooner you make that decision to own yourself and to be so unapologetic, about who you yeah. are what you want your big ambitions your big goals and like living a slightly different life than everyone else 
like girl yeah you're onto something right and I really love that for us I'm so happy yeah. that we went down that path that our path crossed obviously that is so dope and I feel like our boyfriends are the same person like, we're the same I person. know they're both like very low-key oh like they love so silence and we're like having a dance party like <laughs> max is the most harmonious person like seriously he's so quiet so calm and i'm like this fiery person like running yes, through the house see? dancing screaming singing he's like what are you i'm like i'm living my best life yeah that's <laughs> so funny so i feel like it's that the same hilarious. for you guys it's just so yeah cool. um, oh it is i'm like shaking my butt in his face i'm like hey hey daddy <laughs> he's like oh hitting it <laughs> he loves it. Oh honestly every man who is like more quiet needs a woman like us oh 100%. yeah i mean if if have you ever dated this is a tangent but have you ever dated someone that's like <laughs> loud and crazy like us yeah i did and it didn't work out in the end it's it was, awful it was too much oh my god i was like you are so annoying <laughs> and then i was like wait is this what her thinks of me <laughs> I definitely, definitely, definitely believe that two people who are the same can be together. But I think if two people have a lot of strong opinions, a lot of energy, a lot of everything, I think it can definitely escalate at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> but it can I also think there work. Is a, yeah, I, I mean, everything can work, right? But I just right. love the balance <laughs> yeah same for us i think polarity in that way also is like really good of course yeah. the masculine and the feminine but also just the like more quiet and the more energetic i mean you're also sagittarius aren't you yeah yeah of course you are of course you are okay, <laughs> we're the same well, <laughs> we are so thank you so much sam for coming on today and for everyone listening thank you so much for tuning in i hope you had a lot of fun with us um you can find the links to sam's ig page and her podcast and everything else of course in the show notes um yeah feel free to rate this podcast if you liked it give it a thumbs up like no give it a five star rating actually <laughs> and give laura all of the reviews like laura is literally so <laughs> amazing and pours her heart into her business and like what you can do to support the show is write a review and like share it with five of your friends like five go do it friends. go do go, it go do it go share it share let's get show. laura's podcast viral <laughs> Thanks, babe. No, honestly, my plan for this show is really to bring such dope people like you on, have the truest, rawest conversations, because this far I only did, like, solo episodes, and that is super fun to me, but I also feel like when I'm vibing with someone who's, like, me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like there's this whole other playful side coming out. I really love it. So if you guys enjoy, yeah. definitely share it on your stories. Tag both of us so we can repost yes. you. Um, and I'm super, super excited for the next podcast. And then also there's one coming out from Sam and I on her podcast. So also yes. subscribe to hers already so you don't yes. miss it. Come find um, me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking to you again very, very soon on Sam's show. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.